Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. You can find The Aside on SoundCloud, the Apple Podcast app, Stitcher, Android podcasting apps, and now Spotify. The next eight episodes of The Aside come from Drama Victoria's mini-conference 2019, Jumpstart, where Heidi Irvine is in conversation with Wesley Enoch about Indigenous perspectives through drama. These episodes were recorded at a live event, so the audio quality isn't as high as it usually is. This is part three of the eight-part series. If you have not listened to the earlier parts of the conversation, I encourage you to go back and listen to that for context. This episode is on the question, are we having a genuine conversation or just ticking boxes? as me going I feel like sometimes this becomes a bit of a box ticking exercise and I'm sure there's it's I think that thing where um we we don't want it to that's what we don't want it to look like we don't want it to look like that but inherently and through so many different industries through the arts through education there are things that you go, at what point in time is this a genuine interaction with a conversation, with an ideal, or is it another thing that we're doing just so we can look like we're not sitting here as white privileged yeah, middle class women? Sure, sure. But I think that uh, the, the nature of the national curriculum is it is absolutely box ticking. Yeah. Absolutely well, everything. You have to go through this structure and this structure and this structure and this structure. Mm. And there are things that you will be absolutely emotionally involved in or have history in or be excited by, etc, yeah. etc. Et and, and so I'm, I'm not so down on the structured sense of it. Yeah. It's when it's done in a cursory way or not with and thoroughness. I, yeah, I think that's, I, and I think that that's probably where I'm coming from, yeah, is, yeah. is that um, I, yeah, I, I just, and this kind of, um, we're going to, I think, just the nature of the way that we're talking and the conversations happening will probably flow between the kind of different threads of questions that we have because one of them and the kind of continual question around cultural protocols was a big one so the questions around um and i think this was a really interesting one because this talks about if it's not your narrative then how you find out what that narrative is and, and engage and educate yourself about that narrative and somebody asked the question which was i'd really like to consult collaborate with local elders but they charge such high fees we can't afford to engage with them. What can I do instead and why are the fees so high anyway? So I think that's a you know, a really a really interesting question. So I was Yeah, yeah. I'd like to take one step back from that and actually sure. go, what is a high fee? As well. Like you yeah. you go, you know, what what how much how much is too much yeah. in this environment as well? Uh, and, you know, like a, a welcome to country where I come from costs somewhere between two hundred and two hundred and fifty dollars yeah. for a welcome to country. Um, and when I start to look at what an hourly rate that is for something that might be 15 minutes long, you go, oh, really? That's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> but, but ultimately, it's you, 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 that's just a kind of a fee, uh, an honorarium, uh, uh, yeah. kind of bits and pieces of things. Uh, so in, in the end, you start to kind of have to c- calibrate, you know, what does the, the CEO of Qantas make an hour? <laughs> And if we see him as a senior member of our corporate community, yeah, you know, what does an Aboriginal elder make in an for an hour, and what do we think? What values do we put in on their kind of time and energy? So, so the first thing is about a fee basis. The problem is, I imagine you're all incredibly stretched for resources, and so therefore it becomes about competing 
priorities yeah. along the way. Um, my, my personal view is always about a reciprocal relationship. You go, well, what are you doing for the community yeah. that, that you value, that they value, and how you kind of engage in a back and forward about these things. And, and often my experience has been what I call the sideways glance, you know, where I remember um, I was doing this show about young people in the Riverland in, in South Australia, um, and we're doing this kind of uh, tour throughout the Riverland, and this elder would not look at me when I was chatting about things, and he would go on and on and on. And then he'd go, you know, and it was challenging me about why we're telling this story when young Aboriginal kids are dying and da 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 da. And, and I pushed back at one point and went, you know, well, because we have to do this and this and this and this is why we're doing it and da 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 da. And after I pushed back, there's a moment where he turned to me and then he started to talk at me. And with hindsight, what he was doing was testing whether I was a worthy recipient of his information. Was I going, did I have the backbone? Did I have the, the, the same um, passion that he had for this particular material around young people? And he wasn't gonna just give me the information or give, you know, form a relationship. You know, I brought my, my biscuits, I kind of sat down with him and had the tea and we paid him his fee. Um, but then after that conversation, I never paid another fee because there was a sense of going, now I can, I'm surmising, he felt like, okay, now I can talk at, I can talk with you. I'm not gonna just look at you through the side, testing out whether you're worthy or not. And so there is the sense of what kind of um, relationship you have. Oh, tell us a little story. Please. Um, the, the pig and the ch chicken go for breakfast. <laughs> and they go, oh, right, right, right. And, and the pig says to the chicken, and you order, what, 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 what should we have for breakfast? And the chicken says, ah, uh, let's have bacon and eggs. <laughs> and the pig agrees and says, okay, but, but just, just realize that we've got a different relationship to this meal that we'll share together. For you, it's a contribution, and for me, it's a sacrifice. <laughs> and once you've worked out what that relationship is, then you can actually work together. Then you can, you know, sit down and eat yourself. <laughs> but but this idea of saying for 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 many people like each of you in the room will be you know maybe as you're saying through a sense of privilege going I'm a teacher I'm teaching young people they're fantastic I really want them to understand what this is about and da 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 um, and I really want to make a contribution to this discussion and this debate to to make sure the future of this country is really solid and accepts its full history it's hundred thousand year old history not just its last two hundred years. And for an Aboriginal person, you go, right, I have to go through this again, and again, and again. Um, and, you know, and I'm 50 now. I know, amazing. <laughs> you are not 50 yet. I'm 50 very soon. Um, I want to get to elderdom very, very yeah, quickly. Yeah, you, so, you are so pumped about this. But this idea of going, and only in my relatively short life, and you go, oh my God, I've seen waves and waves of people coming through. This conversation, um, it was interesting, in 1993, uh, Drama Australia. Yeah, so when I sort of, when I, on, um, on Facebook, I kind of put it out there to my network, because as, you know, kind of being you down here in this space, um, I sort of, in a slowly developing a network of people, I kind of put it out to the network of drama teachers and educators I know in, in Queensland. And um, 
it was Sue Davis actually who responded to that saying this, you know, this conversation is actually going to be part of kind of a 20 year um, collaboration with Drama Australia and talking about uh, the protocols that they created alongside, you know, Acetage and all those sorts of things um, to, to rework and look at those again. And it's so interesting because I think that at that point in time, you came on board as like a, or you, or, yeah, yeah um, you were sort me, of a- Sue and John O'Toole. And I think Rat Hazman was in there. Get a word in in that room, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> no chance. Um, but yeah, so it's in, like yeah, the conversation is still going, and I think that you know I'm I think that's a good thing. Like mm. I, I think that that at least uh, particularly, and you know I'm biased because you know I love drama teachers, but <laughs> it's that thing where I think that the conversation has always been maintained in a really kind of healthy way in this space, and I think that we've been very reflexive and open to kind of making you know and generalizing but that we're open to making the mistakes or at least kind of going okay well maybe that wasn't the right way to go about it and i think that this is where one of the questions was in regards to um and i think it's kind of a poignant kind of moment to move into this is talking about can i just complete the last little bit just in terms of resourcing as well whether in fact uh, many um many indigenous organizations have education programs how do you kind of connect in with those how i don't know exactly how the education funding structures work now but especially this year which is the international year of um indigenous languages there may be some interesting kind of uh touch points for funding uh that you can kind of look at in, in that environment as well. Or maybe it's even something that Drama Victoria can have, see if they can even get a pool of money to look at some of that stuff. Um, and also there are often monies put aside for indigenous students, but and you don't want to take money from the students necessarily, but whether there's um, therefore access through those monies and those networks to get elders in to do multiple things within the school to build a stronger, bigger relationship. Uh, and just one last thing that, that often if you're building a relationship with one set of families, you might also be alienating another set of families in the same community. Just the notion notion of how that works. Well, that's it for this episode of The Aside, but please do keep listening for the rest of the interview with Wesley Enoch on Indigenous perspectives through drama. You can find The Aside on SoundCloud, the Apple Podcasting app, Stitcher, Android Podcasting apps, and now Spotify. If you would like to ask us a question or you have a suggestion for a future episode, please do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. We answer a number of emails each week and are more than happy to help. Thank you to Drama Victoria for supporting this podcast. Thank you to Aaron Searle for providing the music. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. And of course, thank you for listening.